find out from some of the misconceptions, regardless of which category they are, whether it's institutional or whether it's a legit question, the way we would say, you find that one of the objections or one of the misconceptions that are there, one of the ishkal that are put forward is that you Shia, all this that has happened inside of Karbala and on the day of Ashura in regards to the way Imam al Hussein was killed and the way Abu Fadil was killed, Ya Jama'ah, these are all exaggerations. You guys have exaggerated the intensity of the atrocities committed in Karbala within your books. In the way the Imam was killed and his body was trampled and the women were taken prisoner. These are exaggerations. Ya Akhi, everything that we have in regards to our primary sources and texts and the maqatil in regards to what happened in Karbala is not even 5% of the reality. What has reached us is the minimum of the minimum of the minimum for a number of reasons. Exaggeration? Sure, exaggeration. What we have does not even reflect a tiny part of that reality for a number of reasons. Ahi, there is a hadith from Imam al-Baqir salawatullahi wa Imam al-Baqir who was there in Karbala and saw everything with his own eyes. Imam al-Baqir says, Lawla khawfuna ala shi'atina min al-mawt Imam al-Baqir says, had it not been for our khawf, had it not been for our fear that our Shias will die out of grief, we would have narrated for them what happened in Karbala. Imam al-Baqir is telling you, Ya Shia, I am not reciting the Masaib in its entirety because you will not be able to handle the intensity of this Masaib. Ya Allah, what happened in Karbala? Imam Bakir says, if I tell you the reality of what they did with Imam al Hussein, you would die out of grief. <coughs> Imam al Bakir, out of mercy, has held back a number of the realities of what has happened in Karbala. This jahil comes and tells you what is in our text is exaggerated. This is one. And it's not only when it comes to Karbala or in regards to the killings of Imam al-Hussein or the Ahlul Bayt in terms of the Maktab. Even the ziyara, the thawab of ziyara, refer back to Kamil Ziyarat ibn Kawlawai in one of the hadith that he talks about the thawab of performing the ziyara and the thawab of crying over Imam al-Hussein. The hadith says that Inta you Shi'i Muwali, lover of Imam al-Hussein, if you were to know the rewards, the reality of the rewards for weeping and visiting Imam al-Hussein, you would die out of shock. The thawab only if Imam did bayan of the thawab, now we would die. 
A lot of realities within the deen are hidden from us because the human mind, much as it is developed and much as it has great capacities, it is restricted. <coughs> Even in Fada'il. We have a narration from Rasulullah where he says, Ya Ali, he's addressing Amir al-Mu'mineen, he says, Ya Ali, have it not been that I fear for you that people would do to you in the way that the Christians did to Nabi Isa. Ya Ali, I would have recited Fada'il about you such that not a single person would walk this earth except that he would take the sand from under your feet and put it over his head for Barakat. Yani. Rasulullah is telling us this fada'il that you have of Amin al-Mu'mineen. Ya Akhi, this is the minimum of the minimum. With the minimum fada'il, people still said Ali Allah. If Rasulullah gave the reality of Amin al-Mu'mineen, what would the dunya do? Rasulullah is saying, I've held back the fada'il. Until you think, because you know that Imam Ali brought back the sun, or brought back the moon that you know Imam Ali. Ya Akhi, we didn't know a speck about Imam Ali. He is greater than the tasawwur of the Akal. <laughs> there are many things in regards to the deen where the reality has been concealed from us for our sake. Because the human mind is restricted, it has a bar in regards to its ability of comprehension. This is one. Number two, Ya Akhi, a great number of our historical texts and manuscripts have been systematically destroyed over the last 14 centuries. Perhaps we mentioned this a number of times. Sheikh Hattusi, when he had set up the Hawza Ilmiya in Baghdad, he inherited or was in charge of the library of Sayyid Murtada Alam al Huda. And the second library in Baghdad, Shahur, the library of Shahur. The historians mentioned that when the Hanbalis came to attack Sheikh Tusi, they burnt the entire library of Sayyid Murtada. Sheikh Tusi says 80,000 manuscripts that reflected the heritage of Shia, Ithna, Ashari literature all burnt by the Hanbalis. 80,000 manuscripts. How many books of Ilm al-Rijal were inside those manuscripts? Today when you find the Rawi's Majhul, or when Arawi is not, for example, there is no credibility attached towards him. The books of Rijal that we have are only five. How many more of them were destroyed? Where if we had access to them, our taqeem, our establishment of the credibility of people in Imbu Rijal would be different. Ya Akhi, how many makatil of Imam al Hussein or companions who wrote about the reality of Imam al Hussein? those books got destroyed? Do we know? Mogyuls, when they came and they attacked inside of Iraq, they 
took the they raided the libraries, they threw books into the river Dajda. Historians mention the number of books they threw into the river Dajda. Ahi, the river Dajda was for three days its color had changed black. Black and white because of the ink bloating. Three days, river Dajda. How much of our literature has been destroyed? And this giant comes and tells you what's in your book is exaggerated. Should not exaggerated. What we have is minimum. Up to the time of Saddam. Up to the time of Saddam. During the time of the Intifada, Shahabaniya, they came, they raided the libraries. Around Karbala, they destroyed the library in Najaf in Ashraf. Pages from manuscripts were used to make chai. This is what has been done with our literature. And from the small that is remaining, even that people have objections over that. But this is one. Do not allow for somebody to put tashkik in your minds that what is in our text is exaggerated. Love. Rather, what we have in regards to Karbala is the minimum of the minimum. This is number one. Number two, a person comes forward and he says, Ya Ahi, Ishkal, Ishkal, in regards to the fact that a lot of the accounts that are mentioned in Karbala, they are against the Akal, they are against the logic. How? He comes and he tells you, because we have within our narrations, that Sayyid al-Shuhada, on the day of Ashura himself, in one of his attacks, not in all of his attacks, in one of his attacks, he fought so ferociously that he killed 1,850 of the enemies. You find this in Jalal Uyun of Sheikh Alam al-Majlisi, Rahmatullah Imam al Hussein, single person, killed 1,850 of the kuffar. Abu al-Fadril Abbas, you find that Maulana Abu al-Fadil, in one attack, not all the attacks, in one attack killed 800 horsemen. In one attack, Abu al-Fadil dispatched 4,000 archers from the river of Furat. Comes and tells you, Does it make sense that somebody could kill 4,000 people? Does it make sense that one person could kill 1,800 people? Isn't this an exaggeration? How do you reply to this? Answer to this number one we have a hadith from Imam Sadiq, Salawatullahi wa Salamahu where he says, La yukas or inna ahlabit la nukas bi ahadin. Us, the ahlul bayt, we cannot be compared to anybody else from the bashar. We cannot be compared to any other human being. Our khususiyat is different. Ya akhi, the great historical feats of ahlul bayt on the day of Ashura should not be something that puzzles you. Ya akhi, this shuja'a which you are challenging, the shuja'a of Sayyidah Shuha, 
shuhada and this shuja'a of Abbas alayhi salam which you were challenging. Look at the shuja'a of their father Haydar al-Karnar. Is there any doubt? Historians unanimous ittifaq from the Amma and the Khassa say that this father of Hussein and this father of Abul Fadl on the day of Khaybar lifted the doors of a fort that 400 warriors were not able to lift. Uh -huh. This is Haydar. Then these are the sons of Haida. A lion only raises a herd of lions. History has shown that Ahlul Bayt have come up with feats that no other human being is able to come. Which is why Mama Sadiq says, Trabasha, human being, don't compare yourself with Ahlul Bayt. We're a different class in the noor that was created even before the creation of this earth. This is one answer. Number two, the great historical feats like Imam al Hussein killing 18,000 or 1,850 and Maulana Abu Fadil dispersing 4,000 from the archers. This strength of theirs is a strength which can be proved from within the Quran. Ajay. Their strength and the great numbers that they managed to send to Jahannam is proved from within the Quran. How? Suratul Anfal. Suratul Anfal, verse number 65. Look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Ya Ayyuhan Nabi, Harridil Mu'minina ala al-Kital. Ya Rasulullah, encourage the people and motivate them while they are in the form of jihad. In yakun minkum ishroon sabirun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells the Prophet of oh Prophet tell the Mu'mineen inspire and motivate them during the times of jihad and tell the Mu'mineen that if you are 20 people, if you are 20 mu'mineen who have sabr, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you the power to overcome 200. And if you are 100 in number because of your iman and your sabr, Allah will give you the power to overcome a thousand. Yani Allah in the Quran is saying, don't be scared of being a minority. If you have iman and you have sabr, you one single individual is stronger and can overcome 20 or 200 other people. Then what about that Abbas and that Hussein? That the Sadat of Iman and Sabah. One can defend or kill 1,800 rather even if the tradition said they wiped out the entire army. We would not be surprised. This is Quran, ya akhi. Minority and the feats that are achieved by the people of Iman 
And this is why we see the power of Iman is that power that will allow you to defeat all the laws of physics and biology.